and, and you know that you are naked. Why are you know why are you doing this, King? Why are you this this regarding yourself? And David didn't care about his reputation. He loves God that much to give God everything. To give God everything. Blessings to you, Victoria, Evangelist. Hallelujah. God, you know, deserve all of our praise. All of it. And we shouldn't give less at any time. So we, we are looking at the, the place of, especially when it comes to warfare in the in, in area of life, when you have prayed, you have uh, given, because it's not just praising God that's going to bring the total victory. There are other components. So when we talk about victory, with you know, when we talk about praising God, the benefits, you know, there are things that you must have done also along the line. You must have read the Bible. You must have like, like searched the scripture and, and read the, the word and be acquainted with God's word. You are a, a Bible student. Pardon me. Yes, you are a, a, a Bible student. You you study God's word. You uh, you know you you are a believer. You you are in church. You know you partake in what is going on in the house of God. You give offering tight. You are faithful in all of that. You know and and you know these other areas of life. You have done it. You prayed. You fasted. And so you have not done the things that you were supposed to do. You were supposed to do. You prayed. But now there are times that it's like all these things that you have done, it's like you have you are not seeing your breakthrough. It's like there's still something in the air. Now you invite praise. You bring praise into the, the into the situation. Praise now, high praise becomes the atmosphere that's going to bring the shift. Because you have prepared the ground. Now the atmosphere has to be set to release the miracles, to release the praise, uh, the, the, whatever it is you believe in God for. So we want to look at God's word, what God did, you know, uh, with uh, Silas, Paul and Silas. We see the life of Paul and Silas. That, well, that was all we talked about yesterday. Mm -hmm. The life of Paul and Silas was a life of being imprisoned, not because they did something wrong, but because they were doing the work of God. They were preaching the gospel. And we can tell that the enemy was not happy with that. So there were a group of people uh, that went and reported them and they were put in prison. But at midnight, the scripture says that Paul and Silas sang, they prayed, first of all. Like I said, there are things you have to do to prepare you for the outcome of praise when you praise. It's not just praise. So you can be... Uh, living a life of sin and, and, and all repentance and, and, and just, you know, you're not saved, but you like God's songs. There are people like that, that can rock the gospel songs, but they're not saved. They're not truly saved. So you have to be saved. Those are the layers that you have to lay to get to this place where praise now come to perfect what these other things are built up. Okay. There is, the, the ladder that has to be built. But, but that the Bible says what? In in uh, Matthew 6, verse 33, the scripture says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. So there is the seeking first. There is the doing of the first, first of the first things first that's going to usher you into when I, when you now begin to engage the, the power praise, hello, hello, <laughs> when you begin to allow this moment of praise to invade your your circumstance, to invade your your space and your you know where you live and where you are in your your life and situation, now you begin to see the hand of God. It's like God, I've done what I know to do. I may have prayed amiss. I may have given amiss. <laughs> I, I may have been given. I may have given, but not be, didn't believe. There are things I have done that I may not may not have properly done. But there are things I have done. But now I'm giving you praise. 
I'm giving you praise. Like we see in the life of uh, Paul and Silas, they, they, they prayed. And then they began to dance. They began to praise God. In Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 26, what happened there? We talked about that yesterday. There was a sudden earthquake. God showed up. Sudden earthquake, foundation of prison began to shake. It was a literal, a literal shaking of the prison they were in, that the doors were open and their bands were loosed. So we're talking about divine intervention. God showed up. The foundation of the prison was shaking. There was a shaking there. Doors were open. Those that were banned found their freedom. No, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't end there. The prisoners, uh, the prison gatekeepers, the one of them gave his life to the Lord because he said, what kind of God is this? A man who almost killed himself because he thought the prisoners left. And the guy said, Paul said, no, we are here. We are not, don't kill yourself. And then he wanted to know what he can do to be saved because of what he has seen, because of the evidence, because of the proof. Because of the result he has seen in the life of Paul and Silas. There has to be something about this God that made you to escape, you know, the prison with nobody opening the door for you, opening the gate for you. The bands were loosed. There was a shaking. There was too much evidence that this man that was placed at the gate to, to make sure this guy, you know, Paul and Silas never take, you know, find their way out. He saw everything and he had no choice but giving his life to Jesus. Hallelujah. So praise is a, a way of showcasing God's glory because God can use it to rock miracles just like we have seen. Salvation can come. Deliverance can show up. Doors that were shut can be opened in your life. Hello, those stubborn doors, God can blast them open because of your praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He can shake off things in your life that are not meant to be in your life. Glory to God. So, secondly, we want to talk about 2 Chronicles 20, chapter 20, verses 22 to 25. Jehoshaphat were uh, surrounded by three nations, three nations who made themselves the enemy of God's people, the enemy of Jehoshaphat and Israel. At the time of the reign of Jehoshaphat, these nations, three nations, came together to fight one nation, Israel. And as the story goes, Jehoshaphat said, Lord, when we had opportunity to deal with these people, we did not. We, we had mercy on them. We did not mess with them. So now they are coming to us to, to fight us, to destroy us. Lord, what, what do you want us to do? We, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do, Lord. And Jehoshaphat said, Lord, show us what to do because we don't know what to do. So we're going to read quickly. We're going to read God's word in 2 Chronicles 20. Glory to God. Blessings, man of God, Nita. Hallelujah. So let's see what the scripture says. Let's read it quickly. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is so good. God is so good. 2 Chronicles. Hallelujah. It's so powerful when we know how to mobilize these weapons, these Bible weapons that he's given us. Because the weapon of our warfare are not carnal. They are not the things we see. Okay? They are not the things we see. They are things we can't see. But when we believe and apply them, we see. We see the results. Hallelujah. We see the results. Second Chronicles. We're looking at 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Glory to God. We're looking at some 22 to 25. And when they began to praise, well, we might want to look a little bit before there because I wanted to understand why Jehoshaphat had to go the way he went. Because he knew his God. He knew his God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So it's a little more in a more too much read, but I'm gonna just gonna uh paraphrase a little bit, pick here and there to give give you understanding of what we are talking about. So okay. And let's see, let's start from let's start from verse 15. Let's start from 15. And he said, Hakin ye all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, be not afraid, nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Be not afraid, not dismayed by reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go ye down against them. Behold, they came up by the cliff of Ziz. <laughs> God will show you the secret on how to get the enemy's neck in your hands. Woo! It's so good. He knows how to deliver the enemy into your hands. Into your hands and say, Karabandoria, Esetora, Heladarbasia. Come on. And then he says, And ye shall find them at the end of the brook, before the wilderness of Jeril. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves and stand ye still and see the salvation of the Lord with uh, the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites and the children of the Kohites and of the children of the Kohitites, Kohitites, Kohitites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high, high praise, high praise. And they rose early in the morning and went forward into the wilderness of Tokal. And as they went forward, Joshua stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, O inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so ye shall be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of holiness as he went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mansiah, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. They were smitten. <laughs> Somebody said they were smitten. They were smitten. They were smitten. Kobaka. They were smitten. God is about to smite your enemies. God is about to smite your enemies. God is about to smite your enemies. As many that said they will not let you rest. God is about to smite them. There is no resting place. There is no hiding place. None will escape. God is about to smite them. Kakia Dezu. Le Kataba. Hey, as you deploy, as you engage, as you engage the weapon of praise, in the name of Jesus, Obasa, for the children of Ammon, Moab, stood up against the inhabitants of Masir. 
utterly to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Syria, everyone helped to destroy another. What is God saying? God will cause his, your enemies to fight themselves and destroy themselves. That's what, what God did for Jehoshaphat, for Israel. Those that were trying to fight them now turn against themselves and begin to fight themselves. And Jehoshaphat and his people did not have to fight because the battle is the Lord's and not theirs. So God will have me tell you today that the battle you've been fighting is not your own. It's the Lord's. And you will see the finger of God in your life. Just like that song says, you are about to see the finger of God in your life because he will go all about to slay, to smite those that will not let you rest. He will prove to them that he is your God. Thank you, Jesus. Egyptians over your life are about to fight Egyptians. Kama, they are about to fight themselves. They are about to turn against themselves, expose themselves, and destroy themselves. I make this declaration. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We have seen. When they began to praise, there was an ambushment. There was a trap. The Lord trapped them. Ah, He trapped the Moabites, the Mashiach, the Ammonites. They were trapped to destroy one another. And they did. Thank you, Jesus. They destroyed the vow themselves. Jehoshaphat and his people left with a spoil. Because when they, 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 these enemies destroyed themselves, they had, you know, things. They had precious things, substance. They died and left their goods. So Jehoshaphat and his people got to plunder all of that. And the Bible says, if you continue to read, it talks about how it took them three days to make good of those spoil, to plunder what they could. They couldn't get everything because they couldn't. Can you imagine three nations killing themselves and everything they, they used to possess, all of the things that they used to have, the gold, the diamonds, you know, all of the, uh, uh, the, the, the high ticket things that they possess. Joshua and his people began to get those things and began to put those things together and, and grab those things. Hello. The Bible says it took them three days and they still could not get everything. That was how much things spoiled they were able to lay their hands on. And that is why I'm prophesying upon your life today. Not only will God give you victory, which he has already did, did it's already set up and and already or it's already a, 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 a go-to it's already a done deal that God this battle is the Lord's and the victory is already in place God will also give you the spoil you will plunder the goods for the the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous you are about to receive because there is the wealth transfer coming to the body of Christ, coming for the gospel, coming for the uh, propagation of the kingdom of God. There is the wealth transfer from the wicked hand into the hands of the righteous. What good is someone claiming to be rich and all their riches is to show off all the way, show off, show off everything as in this is what they have. When they have no business with the kingdom, no business sowing into 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 uh, outreaches, into uh, uh, you know crusades, serving souls in in Africa, 
in places that people don't even go to, even places that people go to. If your money is not sponsoring the kingdom business, then it's not, you're not using it for anything. What good is that money if it's not for the kingdom, if not for souls? You know, if we are not after souls, then we are not after the kingdom. Because the heartbeat of God is for souls. What point, when you ask people, why do you want to be rich? You begin to mention other things. Other things that has nothing to do with souls, with the kingdom of God. What an illusion. Because that's emptiness on its own. That's emptiness on its own. Hallelujah. See, Joshua and his people, the word went out. The good news went out about the victory God gave Joshua and his people. When you keep reading there, you will see what I'm talking about. Come on, on the same, the same chapter of, of Second Chronicles, chapter 20, from 22. When you keep reading down, you will see where the, the word went up, the news went up. It was all over the place. What God did for Jehoshaphat and the people of Israel. And there was a parade. There was a celebration. There was a praise jam over the place that celebrated the victory God has given them. The fear of God descended on the people. The fear of God. The God of Jehoshaphat, of course. The God of Israel, of course. That there's something about this God that you must be careful about. And that is what God is about to do in your life. I prophesy that God is about to do a work in your life that will cause those that have looked down on you, done evil on you, to see you, see you right above them. Something God will do that will bring fear. His fear. His fear. When they see you, they are not seeing you. They are seeing your God. They are seeing your God expressing himself through you. That fear of be careful of the God of this woman, of the God of this man. Be careful. Be careful will be the word. Stay away. Be careful unless you are right. Unless you're right. Your, your mind is right. Your, your, your heart posture is right. Be careful where, what you do about this person or where you go about it, where you, what you do, say about this person. It's coming to that place, people of God, that God will so showcase himself that when they see you, they will begin to talk to each other. Be careful now. He don't want some supernatural uh, touch you from the God of this person. God is coming to that place. God is coming to that place where he will show up for you. He will let your enemies know they are but men. They are not God. As long as they are not G-E-O-G-O-D, pardon me. As long as they are not G-O-D, God is about to prove that. Because he shares his glory with no one. He said, I am the Lord. I do not share my glory. Nor do I give my praise to idols. Fear came on the people. Like, stay away from these people unless you are right, unless you want to do them good. You have anything bad, stay away because you, that God is going to come after you. Their God is going to come after you. go after them, that God will come after you. We can say that when Israel was passing through the Red Sea. The Egyptians were pursuing Israel and God pursued them. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that's by the way. Okay, so let's continue. And then war ceased in the land. If you keep reading, you, you see war ceased 
as long as Joshua reigned in that land, war ceased. So the people that have been warring him, that will not let him rest, let Israel rest. After that inter divine intervention from God, destroying these three nations that wanted to come after Israel to destroy Israel, the news went around. Other nations that saw what happened stayed away and never troubled Israel after that. Throughout the reign of Jehoshaphat, there was absolute peace and rest on the land. Absolute peace and rest on the land of Israel. God is bringing rest. I said God is bringing rest into your life. He's causing war to cease. The Bible says in Psalm 49, I think it's 46 verse 9. Psalm 46 verse 9. Let me confirm that. The Bible says the Lord caused war to cease in all the earth. He caused his war to cease in all the earth. Let me make sure I'm quoting right. Hallelujah. Psalm 46 verse 9. He caused his war to cease. I'm declaring that war, every war in your life is ceasing now. It's coming to a place where it no longer, yeah, it, it, it doesn't, you know, it, it's no longer a, a part of your life. That uh, uh, devil of, of uh, uh, continuous war and, and unending war is terminated today. The power of that devil is arrested, is terminated now. In the name of Jesus, for it is written in Psalm 46, verse 9, that the Lord himself caused war to cease in all the earth. That war ceases now by the power of the Holy Ghost and by the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus. Come on. Because of the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we were saying, as we were saying, hallelujah. They destroyed themselves. The enemy of Israel destroyed themselves. You can read down and complete the, the third chapter. It is powerful. What are we talking about? We're talking about the power of praise. They didn't know what to do. When they began to praise, God dealt with the powers that have been dealing with them. The people that have been dealing with them were dealt with. So there's victory over your enemies. Victory. God gives you victory over your enemies when you praise them. He fights for you. He fights for you. We also reminded yesterday, as the Lord said in his, uh, no, David was saying in Psalm, uh, 22. Let's, let's, let's see that. You know, he inhabit the presence of his people. We were reminded about that yesterday. Hallelujah. He inhabits the presence of his people. That's what he does. Psalm 22, verse 3. Psalm 22, verse 3. Hallelujah. But thou art holy, O Thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel is holy. He dwells. So when God is strong to dwell in your praise, victory is sure. Healing is sure. Deliverance is sure. Peace is sure. Come on. Breakthrough is sure. Salvation is sure. And you receiving the blessings of God, the blessing of God is equally sure. There's nothing missing, nothing broken. When you mobilize, when you mobilize, when you engage the weapon of praise, 
if you are giving a miss, pray, you know, you know, you have given a miss, you prayed a miss, you've done all this, you made mistake or didn't do something right along the line. Now you are in the, at the finish line of entering into your promised land with your praise. I tell people, it doesn't matter what you're going through. Don't let it swallow you. Let the word of God, let all of the things that you can do and then get to the place of praise. Let it swallow the problem. Don't tell your problem, don't tell problem, you know, don't tell God how big your problem is. Tell your problem how big your God is. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay, let's see how praise brings increase. Because it does bring increase. We first, we've seen already how the, the Joshua and his people Plunder all the spoil in the land of the Ammonites, the Moabites, and the Messiah. They got to take what they could. They could not take everything because it was that much. But they, they did take what they could. And that's wealth. They went from having what they had to having even more than enough. I guess it's prosperity overnight for them. That's what God can do. He can use what the enemy would try to kill you with to catapult you to a place of total victory, rest, and prosperity. All round settlement. Come on, somebody, praise the Lord. Come on, say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, Psalm 67, verse 5 to 6. The scripture says, let's read that. Let's read that. Hallelujah. Let's read Psalm 67. Glory to God. Psalm 67. Thank you, my Father. Psalm 67, 5 to 6 says, Hallelujah. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase. And God, even our own God, shall bless us and shall, and God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Let me read it one more time. Psalm 67 from 6 to 7. Then it says, no, from 5 to 6. Let the earth praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase. And God, even our own God, shall bless us. <laughs> yes, increase. In present, we invoke, we activate increase. So Lord, we thank you for your word. Come on, let's thank him. Let's thank him for his word. Oh, Nekosha <laughs> Yes, I take it again to see Kataba. No Kobore Kabaya Kataba. Masoko da kataya, 
in this territory. Let everyone come back. For it is written, the right hand of God is lost in power. The right hand of God has died in pieces the enemy. Let your right hand go to war as we praise you. Go to war. Because the battle is yours, Jesus. The battle is yours. Let every witchcraft wins and their source of power manipulation be broken because of the anointing. Let your fire consume them. For evil shall slay the wicked. And then the heavy righteous shall be desolate. They shall be caught and we say. Let the angel of fire go to war. Pursue them and persecute them. In the name of Jesus. Let all their weapons be arrested. Be set on fire. Deprogram them further. Demolish their powers. In the name of Jesus. Let the altar of the wicked against the altar of God collide with the rock of Egypt. Collide with the altar of God. In the name of Jesus. We decree and declare that Jesus is Lord. We will see the result that will amaze us and amaze our world. This is the season. This is the time. The show has started. That God will show up and show all out and declare, I am king forever. He is God. Who can challenge him? He said to Bala, you cannot curse my people. You cannot curse Israel. For they are blessed. Though you hired me to curse Israel, I can't curse them because they are blessed. God said, I cannot curse them. Their God said, I can't curse them. Before this time, Balaam has been going places because he was a sorcerer. He knows how to curse, how to do witchcraft against people. But when the day of the Lord came, the Bible said in the day of his power, the people shall be willing, and through the guidance of his power shall the enemy. This particular day, Elisha, pardon me, Balaam said, because he had had an encounter with God. And God said, you better not curse them. You are only permitted to bless my people Israel. So we have to tell somebody today, your enemy can no longer curse you. They can no longer trouble you. They either bless you, do you good, or leave you alone. Or they are about to see the God of Israel. Balaam said, I have received a command to bless them. And I have blessed them. And no one can curse them. No one can reverse it. No one can alter it. No one can change it. No one can revoke it. Talk to yourself. Lay your hands on yourself and say, I'll be blessed. Mercy, oh money, you have been blessed. No one can curse you. No one can revoke the blessing of God on your life. No one can revoke. No one can reverse. No one can alter. The blessing of God on my life. Declare it, deliver it. Now go and take a moment to praise God. That's your favorite song. And praise God. And wait to see. Watch what God do for you. Watch how God will come through for you. They said, will any good thing come out of Nazareth? They gave up on you. Put a full stop where God placed a comma. They called you names. Looked down on you. Pretend you like nobody. God is about to prove them wrong. 
Because they they have to come and see now what God has done. You are the come and see what God has done. You mercy. Talk to yourself, my brother, my sister. You, my, my, me, I. It's about to be a show. Come and see the life of mercy. What God has done. The God of mercy has done for mercy. That's the showdown. That's the show. That is what is about to be. God is not a man. It's a covenant keeping them. Go and praise him. Go and adore him. Because your miracle is on the other side of your praise. I don't care what is going on in your life. Remember, the battle is not yours. The victory is already won. Go and praise the one who is all and above all. And get ready to sing. Get ready to sing your new song. And dance your new dance. He's faithful. He's faithful. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. If you are not saved, you are watching today, you are not saved. Listen, Jesus loves you. He cares about you. He cares about you. He loves you. Will you give your life? Will you surrender to him today? Will you surrender to him today? Because when we talk about praise, you can you cannot praise God. You cannot be in a right position to praise God if you have not given your life to Him. Okay, you will not. Your praise will become a sin. Our prayer, praise, whatever we do outside the relationship with God becomes sin. The prayer of his sin is an abomination to God. So today I encourage you. For God so loved the world, John 3, 16, that he gave his one and only son. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Will you say that? Say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I am very sorry for all of my sins. In my heart, I believe. In my mouth, I confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Welcome to God's family. I invite you to God's family. Join a local family, a local church, God, church. And I believe your life will not remain the same. Amen. God bless you. This is Dr. Mr. Manny, your humble host here. I invite you to my programs. Marry Your Purpose Made Academy is here. Marry Your Purpose Made Academy is here. To empower you to prepare you for your purpose mate. So I invite you today to come on board. Come and be coached. Come and be empowered. Come and be trained on how to love yourself, to know you, to love you, to showcase yourself in a way that you will not be taken for granted or taken advantage of. Because you will, you, you, you someone would and will if you don't know who you are. So come and position yourself to know who you are. Know how to carry yourself. Not with pride, but with gratitude, with self-love, knowing your worth. And knowing that you are not everybody's cup of tea. So come on board today. Check out, check out all of our services, divineandpalmermercy.com. Check it all out. And I promise that your life will not remain the same. We are here to empower you. We are here to serve you. We are here to point to you. I am your listening ear. No judgment. Yes, it's a non-judgment zone. Come home. You've been looking for where to pour, where to, to, to let it all out. Because all this while, you've been carrying it all about because you, you you trust no one you don't know who to trust because the last time you you know you confided on someone it went to cnn so all of a sudden now you're like okay i'm just gonna keep things to myself some things are not meant to be kept to yourself some things are meant to be shared 
before you can heal, before you can live and try, some things are to be shared, to be, fought, to be taken out of you and not to be stored in you because they can kill. They can cause some, you know, some situation, diseases and all of that. There was a woman that was in a program where I was and she had cancer. I think it was fourth, uh, the fourth stage of that cancer. She was crying and the Lord told me to tell her to forgive someone that messed with her life when she was a little girl. She has held this man all these years and would not forgive. And God said that was how the cancer began because she had not forgiven what was done to her when she was a little girl. And as soon as I mentioned, she broke down. And God said, if you let that man go, if you release him, your healing will be released. That was the beginning of our miracle. So I host a program, a healing session that's going to be a blessing to you. I don't know what they did to you while you were a little boy, a little girl, and now it's becoming monumental in your life that you can't let go. It's become a block. It's become uh, it, something that will not lose you, that you will not be able to get away from. You can be healed. You can be healed. You can be healed. You can be delivered from it. Don't let it ruin you. So come on board today. We host our healing programs every Monday. Singles pivot Wednesdays. And we do, um, on, on, on Saturdays, we do uh, Mary Obobo's Med Academy. A whole day event. Morning session and evening sessions. Come on board today. And I promise you, your life will not remain the same. Your life will not remain the same. God cares about you. You do have to care about yourself. You know, there are things that we can do and not expect God to do for us. Hallelujah. As good as the Bible is, unless you open it and study it, it's not going to do us any good. And even as we study, if we don't practice it, it's of no good. So let's do what we can do and believe God for what we cannot do. Amen. God bless you. I want you to check us out, Mercy, and let us know how we can serve you today. If you have any questions, you can email us, info at divineempowermentmercy.com. If this word has blessed you today, and you are being led to sow into my life, or into the ministry, into our outreach ministry. Hello, glory to God. One of, uh, was about a few months ago, I was driving in a particular area, and I saw young women, young girls, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, selling their bodies. I know they have reasons to do so. I'm not judging them. But God has a plan for them. And God can use you and I to rescue them from the streets. So we are believing God for the, you know, a place called Empowerment City that God has told me, revealed to me. It's giving me a vision. After that encounter with those girls, I left the place crying because I had the opportunity to speak to a few of them. And they told me some things that made me to cry. And I was saying, God, what are you saying about this? He said, make a place, provide a place for them where you can raise them, where you can nurture them, where you can empower them to become citizens of heaven, to become better citizens on, the, on this earth. To become ambassadors for others. So visit, you know, uh, uh, messyandband.com. If God is leading you to sow into, into this project, 
every day I see them and I tell God, this project is not my project, it's bigger than me. You do it and take the glory. Empowerment city will be built for your glory, for these souls that will bring in more souls to your kingdom. So God is leading you to sow into empowerment city where these young girls will be will be taken to, to, to be nurtured and to, to be able to learn life skills that will equip them to get and stay out of the streets unless they are going to the street to minister to others. Visit mercyandband.com. That's M-E-R-C-Y-A-N-D-B-A-N-D.com. Go and sow. We are a non-profit charity. And if you are in the U.S., you can receive tax receipt that you can use to, to file for your end-of-the-year taxes or quarterly taxes to get some something back from you know the government. We need kingdom builders. If God has blessed you to give us a, a building, a building that you know you have, you can give it to God, to us, Empowerment City. Heaven will be glad. We will be grateful. And heaven will reward you. God will reward you. If God is leading you to help empowerment, divine empowerment, mercy, mercy and ban outreach ministries, to begin to bring these girls into a safe place. So today, so into empowerment city. And I promise you, your generation and generations to come will live to reap the benefit of your seed. If you need the routing number to sow a big amount, please email. You can email us info at divineempowermentwithmercy.com or you can email us at mercyandbandsoutreachministries at gmail.com so we can email you the details of the bank where you can send in a bigger amount. I know and I believe one person can take care. There's one person that is so blessed that can take care of and promise you from the beginning to the end of this project. Do it today and watch God. Watch what the doctor said concerning you, the written up, as in it doesn't exist anymore. You are completely healed. Watch what they said. Watch that thing that has bordered your life being wiped away as it never happened. Watch God come through for you. In Jesus' name. God bless you for joining today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We honor you all. Thank you for being here today. Have an amazing rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support over in Promise City. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Father, we give you all the glory. Thank you for doing us. Thank you for the ones that have the building to give us because you've given it to them to, for this project. Thank you for those that we sow for all of the amenities that will be there as we have many uh, uh, compartments in the same building to make the place a safe place a place, a residential place where they have everything they need to keep them focused for the transformation that they need. I thank you for bringing everyone, every destiny helper, body bearers, destiny connectors, people of influence, and gifted people. Thank you for bringing them all together for this project. 
We are grateful for it in the name of Jesus. And right now, for every prayer we pray today, I take authority over every repressor, over every counter attack. The Lord's judgment rests upon you with hammer. I decree an instant judgment from heaven on you. Total termination of your tent in Jesus' name. That you will not stand, you will not be. It will be a total defeat for any repression, for any counterattack, and instant judgment from the hand of God in Jesus' name. And with the blood of Jesus, I decree it so. It is so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have you subscribed, wonderful people? My YouTube people, have you subscribed? Have you subscribed yet? You subscribe. Thank you for your support. You love you guys. Thank you. Jesus loves you more. Jesus loves you more. If you have anything interesting that you want me to share, can you put in the comment? Can you share about this? You know, so we'll do that. Okay? Plan to do that. If it's connected with what you did, right? God bless you. Bye.